Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Waka waka guys, welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Fill My Popcorn. It's your boy Nicho back at it again for another extra butter feed show preview. Promise you guys this is the last one. Then I'm gonna get back into the gimmick of worst franchise sequels. So this one is a bizarro shut up and read for my popcorn. I call it shrimp, bizarro shrimp, because if you're a DC comic fan, you know in bizarro world, it's the complete opposite of the regular world. So you got bizarro Superman, who is the complete opposite of Superman. Uh, so what's the complete opposite of the worst franchise sequel? Uh, it's probably the best franchise installment. Uh, well, in this case, I usually go with the ones I like the best. And last year I did National Lampoon's Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Paradise, something like that. Uh, it was probably one of very few direct-to-DVD or TV movie sequels that I've ever done. Uh, but it was Christmas time, and what better way to get into the worst installment. So this bizarro version is going to be 1989's National, was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with so the cast, and like I said, we got Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, uh, Randy Quaid, who plays Casanetti. Then we have John Galacki from The Big Bang Theory and Roseanne, who he plays Russ, Russell, uh, Juliette Lewis. I couldn't think of her name. Juliette Lewis plays uh, Audrey. And then we get, I want to say this was before, well, of course, this was before Seinfeld, but I don't know if the movie came out before Seinfeld season one, uh, but Julie Louise Dreyfus is in this film. Uh, she plays a neighbor. And then we get Doris Roberts as uh, Clark Gis Griswold's uh, mother-in-law. Uh, who's the woman who plays his mother? Diane Ladd plays his mother. Uh, Bill Murray's brother, Brian, <clears throat> Brian Doyle Murray, he plays the boss, he plays Frank uh, Shirley, who we see at the end because Cousin Eddie wants to give Clark the perfect Christmas. Now, don't mind the little blue light here. This is my little microphone. Um, long story short, let's get into it. So, my little backstory. I hadn't seen this film until later in life. Now, not crazy, not now. I was probably at least 18 or 20 by the time I saw this movie on AMC. I remember growing up as a kid seeing all the National Lampoon's Vacation uh, movies on the VHS uh, video store uh, displays and whatnot, and that iconic him lit up like a Christmas tree, ah, which plays into the the following movie, The Vegas Vacation, that little, ah. but uh, yeah, that's the one thing that really pops into my mind is that, that movie cover. Uh, like I said, I didn't watch, I didn't, actually see this movie till I was like 18, 19, 18 or 20 and oh my god it's it's been a staple no bullshit it's been a staple in the list of Christmas movies I watch this time of year I mean you got Scrooge this one of course a Christmas story and then all the claymation shit uh wait let's go and get into that what the fuck is wrong with you you want to be a dentist really bro you the only elf 
on Santa's payroll that looks that different than everybody else. You sure you're not, buddy? Anyways, back to this uh, Christmas vacation. Uh, start the movie off with this, I wouldn't call it a long title sequence, but it, it was pretty lengthy. Uh, but it's catchy, you know, the guy playing that song in my head. Um, the Griswolds are on their way in the, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere to get a Christmas tree. Like Clark has this, Clark has built up what a Griswold Christmas should be and will be in his head. And he, you know, I kind of, I kind of empathize with that because, you know, you, you, you want things, you put them at a pedestal. You want things to be like Christmas holidays with the families. Once you get to a certain age, you know, obviously it's no longer Christmas gifts and bikes. You know, you're, you've taken on the grown up role of, you know, either hosting Christmas or uh, providing, uh, being Santa Claus, let's be real, you become the Santa Claus. Um, but for Clark, he wants the, you know, the perfect Christmas. So to have the perfect Christmas, you gotta have the perfect tree. They go out, get this humongous tree. I don't know how he pulls it out of the ground, but the next thing we see, oh, cause he forgets the saw, is the tree on top of the little Winnebago vehicle, family vehicle, driving down the highway with a fucking root stick still intact. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Then, you know, we we see that his boss is, you know, played by Brian Doyle Murray, is just a typical boss. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 Bill, what's your name? Bill Clark with Mark, whatever. I need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, whatever. And then... Clark, the stupid employee. Oh, thanks for the Christmas card. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and he has no clue what the fuck he's talking about. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, and we see this throughout the film, just how you know, the boss really doesn't care that too much about his employees, and and then we find out later, motherfucker was giving away uh, jelly of the month clubs or whatever the fuck it was. Um, the in-laws are coming to town. The fa the parents are coming to town. Everybody's coming to Clark's house. So uh, you ain't got so much room. You're going to have to shack up with... Uh, you're going to give your grandparents a room. And you're supposed to share with your... Uh, and I'm talking as the kids. The kids. <laughs> I'm jumping all over the place. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the in-laws come into town. And they are obviously have disagreements. So it's going to be one of those hectic days. Um... The daughter, Audrey and Russell, have to bunk up and one of the grandparents is sleeping in his room and I guess there's a guest room. If you've ever had family over and everybody is, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that, you know, it gets hectic. And this this movie capitalizes on, on the, the typical crap, you know, what it's a Christmas holiday is like, you know, family's over, everybody's doing this, it's hectic, almost like ho the beginning of Home Alone, Halloween, and uh, uh, he somehow gets locked up in the attic, um, before that he's working on uh, putting up the lights, so he's putting fucking lights all over the fucking place, power doesn't work, something's wrong, something's off, but he, like I remember, he, he's, he's trying to show everybody, this is our Christmas, this is... Oh, Clark, this is a Griswold family Christmas and everything's going to be perfect. Well, it's not. Like I said, the lights don't work. 
And I had gotten it confused. I had believed that he, the whole you know lighting of the of the of the of the lights and everything happened on the first night, but it didn't. Uh, rewatching it back, I realized he kind of gave up that first night, and then everybody goes to sleep on him, and and the next day they go out shopping, and he accidentally gets locked in the attic when he goes to put up goes to hide presents and stuff. Uh, there he gets a little nostalgic, finding old uh, family reels, film reels, and, and home videos. Uh, and the, remember, this is '89, so hand, you know, home videos back in the day were on actual like little reel tapes, and and there was you know the country. It wasn't like oh we put on the VHS tape, and it wasn't our version of home videos. And by our, I mean my generation, it's the older generation. So, so now they're. He's locked in there, and he's feeling nostalgic. And then they come back home, and, and he's literally in sit. I don't know why he's sitting on the ladder or the little the attic opening, but he's sitting there. And, you know, his, uh, his wife Elaine uh, opens the door, and I guess it, we don't see it, but we just see him fall through. Uh, the that following night, he he gives the lights one more chance. You know, he let's just figure this out. Everything's ready to go. Turns it on nothing happens he goes out back does something i believe he turns the switch on in the in the garage the power turns on bright as fuck the neighbors are falling on each other all over the fucking place um let me make sure it's straightened out yeah see the blue hey uh turns off the because uh, he's he's turning on the light in the garage so if he's not in the garage where i leave the light on turns it off everything cuts off him and his wife swap places. She turns the light on. He plug. He thinks he unplugs something and plug something back. Whatever. He thought that worked. The lights up again. Everybody is like, "Oh my God, what happened?" And then she turns the light off in the garage. Walks out. Realizes, you know what? This might. This powers that switch. She goes and turns it on. Lo and behold, the Griswold family house Christmas house. It's lit. And he's so happy. He's going from family member to family member, hugging them and telling them, oh, hey, this is what you deserve. This is the Christmas you deserve. So glad you could be with us. Then we find Cousin Eddie. You remember Cousin Eddie, Randy Quaid's character from the first vacation movie down to the last Christmas vacation movie. I highly suggest y'all go check out that episode. If you never, if you didn't even know there was a Christmas Vacation Part 2. And so, yeah, that one kind of covers a lot. And so, now Eddie's back. And Clark is just, what, what, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, what the fuck? Uh, They came to surprise everybody, which is a huge surprise to Clark because, you know, Eddie is that that cousin that oh man it's just like I want to strangle the fuck out of you but I can't because you're too stupid to understand why the fuck I'm strangling you and I'm not haven't lost my uh, haven't <laughs> haven't gone off my rocker yet anyways um, so the kids here the his kid they only brought the two youngest ones they go and stay inside the house so Eddie and and the missus can bump uglies basically they into some freaky shit now if you listen to that scene. 
he tells his wife to get the kids stuff and to go ahead and ready the rubber sheets and the gerbils. Let me repeat that. He tells his wife to go get the kids things ready and to prep the rubber sheets and get the gerbils. And I don't know why I'm counting more than two things. These motherfuckers are freaky. Now, they already got like who knows how many fucking kids because I don't think any kid has made a return uh, uh, in any the first the first film. And then uh, maybe maybe Vegas Vacation, the, the stripper daughter was one. I don't know. But these motherfuckers, oh, they are the efforts. They are the definition of hillbilly redneck cousins and i'm sorry they've never said that but i'm saying it right now these motherfuckers are beyond the hills have eyes these motherfuckers the hills have eyes noses eyelids ears uh uh, they got facial hair (laughs) um so then they realize okay so this whole time like the whole deal with the boss and everything um waiting for his bonus now Clark has already told his fellow co-worker that he's gonna be putting in a pool in the backyard and he's counting on this bonus apparently they've had bonuses every year so he's he kind of has an idea of what how much money he'll be getting and so he put a down payment on uh, on uh, for them as soon as the ground thaws from the snow to start digging and so he's he's hope he's he's just fucking tetical. He wants you know like he needs this bonus to cover the down payment, and so now he's visualizing he's fantasizing about what it's gonna be like, you know having a pool. He and he's always got these little this little uh, I want to say perverted, man a little bit perverted because he did check out that chick at the mall, uh, her little panty line, but. Uh, little fantasies, I guess, being a married man, which kind of, to me, it's it's kind of fucked up. And I'll say this, it's because if you know who his wife is played by, that bitch is sexy as fuck. Let's just put it that way. Like, she giving off that MILF, you know, school teacher, you know, I want to do bad things to you kind of vibe. Just, she look, she's sexy as hell, and then you're going to fantasize about you know, hot chicks in sports cars and, 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 you know, chicks skinny dipping in your fantasy pool. But that's all I'm saying is that, uh, if I was Clark, I'd be have I'd have a lot more kids. I'd have all those kids that played my kids. They'd be, you know, oh, I have boy, I have like three boys and four girls and four boys. You know what I mean? So, uh, so now he's, uh, He's fantasizing about the pool and little Mary Sue, whatever the fuck her name is, comes down and thinks she saw that Clark is Santa Claus because he's in the red pajamas. And she starts uh, explaining just how bad their situation is. And it makes you kind of like, damn, that sucks. Because one, you know, she's hillbilly because she's cussing like a sailor. Uh, the way she, the way that interaction is fucking so, it's fucking hilarious because the kid is just talking like a, like a grown person. Uh, we got the we got the shaft, um, but the situation is that you know Eddie and, and his wife. I don't want to say who she is. Uh, Catherine. You know they can't afford to give their kids a Christmas, and it's pretty and it's really kind of fucked up and sad. But uh, 
you know, Clark kind of tries to instill in her that, you know, Santa Claus comes to our house. So if you're, since you're here, you, you, uh, you're pretty lucky that you came to visit this year because he will see you, you will be visited by Santa Claus. Like so, you and your brother don't have to worry, and uh, and it was it was a good heartwarming piece. Clark, I'm sorry, Clark and Eddie have a heart to heart about you know don't worry about getting the kids anything. We'll me and me you know me and the missus we'll take care of that. You know we'll you know you don't have to worry about buying them gifts. And then Eddie pulls out a motherfucking list of okay, well here this is what we want, this is what she wants, this is what hey you know what get you something nice too, Clark. Like really, motherfucker. Like, you're going to take my kindness and you're just going to fucking, oh, hey, you going to buy shit? Or keep buying, hey, buy me this RC car. Um, not to say Eddie's a freeloader, but I mean, come on, let's be real. Now, now is the time that the, it's, it's Christmas Eve. They're having their dinner. Catherine prepared the turkey or the chicken. I think it might have been turkey. Um, then the older gentleman, do, 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 Lewis and Aunt Bethany, played by Mae Questel and William Hickney. So they come to town, there's this one bald with a hairpiece, and the woman is batshit crazy. She wraps her cat and the jello mold for Christmas. Um, then we have that scene at the table. It's so fucking hilarious because she, uh, it's her 80th Christmas, and so they, they say, you know, you do grace. And she recites the fucking, uh, uh, oh, what is that? Pledge of the, the Pledge of Allegiance. And dumbass Cousin Eddie stands up and puts his hand across. The funniest fucking scene is, is got to be that whole, that whole last act of just that shit, everything coming to a head. We all know Clark Grizzle, when shit starts, he starts freaking out, it, it, fucking comes in droves um the tree burns up uh the cat that was in the box you know chases us or gets killed gets electrocuted under the fucking the the seat next to the tree um the incident with the bonus where the 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 messenger brings the the letter which isn't a check, it's basically a fucking Jelly of the Month Club certificate or deal. He loses his shit. He says some things that really is out of anger and out of frustration. And Cousin Eddie thinks, hey, I'm going to do, I'm, you want your boss for Christmas? I'm going to get you your boss. And I know Cousin Eddie doesn't talk like that, but let's be real. Let's be real. Come on. You know, damn well, Cousin Eddie back. Get her done. Let's go get it. Go get your boss. I'm going to get your boss. Let's go. Um, they hear us, okay, so the tree's burned up, so Clark decides to cut a tree in, from the yard, which if you have a tree in the yard, why don't you just use that one to begin with, but, uh, and this whole thing with the neighbors, this, every five minutes they're fucking with the neighbors, or the neighbors, the windows get busted, um, the neighbors finally have, and this happens a little bit later, but, uh, cause they get the tree, they put it in the house, decorate it, not realizing that this Animals could be living in that motherfucker. This is when the squirrel jumps out and they're chasing around. The dog's chasing around. And uh, did I mention the dog? Cousin Eddie brought a dog. Okay, there we go. The dog's chasing the fucking squirrel around. The neighbors have had enough of the bullshit. And she tells her husband, if you don't go over there and punch him in his face, you're not a fucking man. Basically, like, 
We're modern people. We are we are the we're the modern family. We're the modern couple of the '90s that's coming up. Um, he doesn't want to. She goes over there. She before she even knocks on the door, Clark opens the door because the dog is chasing a squirrel out the fucking house. Attacks attacks uh, 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 Louis Julie Louise Dreyfus went to Margot. She played Margot and closes the door. Oh shit! Merry Christmas. She goes home and knocks the fuck out of her husband. Uh, Clark's dad, re, you know, it just comes up and gets, has a heart to heart with him. Like, like, what's going on, son? Like, what's, what's, why are you losing your shit? Like, you're, are you not realizing, you know, the meaning of Christmas is being around your family, people you love, you know? I mean, yeah, I did have to, uh, drink a lot of whiskey to get through the Christmases when, you know, when you were younger, but, uh, you know, that's just, that's just the way it goes. You got, you got, <laughs> deal with, you deal with it the way you can without flipping the fuck out. He realizes, he realizes that, and then he's reciting the night, the night before Christmas, around the Christmas tree in the living room to everybody. Um, while this is going on, he notices cousin Eddie bringing his boss kidnapped, wrapped in, in with a bow up the driveway, up the sidewalk and everything. And it's just a huge, like, what the fuck are you doing, Eddie? And the boss realizing, like, oh shit, you caught me. I was trying not to do the shady shit that I wanted to do this year to save some money. And you called me on my bullshit, which if this really happened in real life, let's be real. Everybody would have been arrested. There would have been no fucking happy ending. Uh, but it's being a Christmas movie, it being a movie in general, it's got to have that. You know what? You were right. I was in the wrong. I shouldn't have done that to my employees. Huge misunderstanding. After the cops show up and the wife kind of like, they check him on his shit. Um, and then everybody, uh, the kids, they see a shooting star. Everything's cleared up. Yeah, the, the kids see a shooting star. And everybody goes outside to just bask in the, of the beauty of, of the sewer plant that they just exploded <laughs> with a cigarette. Because Cousin Eddie dumped his, uh, his toilet, his RV toilet, in the sewer. Straight into the fucking sewer uh, to the water drain. It looks like the water, the, the water drain pipe. Like it's not even the sewer. I don't know. But it was that classic scene of, Ke- of Cousin Eddie waving into to the window like, Hey, Sherry's full. So, the end, that was it. Uh, like I said, this movie has been a part of, of I would say, playlists, I'd best, but the, you know, Christmas time movies. Uh, one movie that I want to see that I haven't seen since I was a kid is Ernest Saves Christmas. And I was thinking of doing, uh, with this being the last uh, preview show of Shut Up and Refill, of Extra Butter, excuse me. So, I mean... There's really no point in doing another popcorn tin. If you don't know what a popcorn tin, that's a movie that I grew up or just enjoyed that's not part of a franchise or anything like that. So, I mean, long story short, this fucking movie is so fucking funny. Um, I'm sure they're going to have it playing on uh, TV uh, channels this whole month, if not uh, 24 hours on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. 
Uh, I think people are, some channels are trying to get on that whole, oh, the Christmas stories, the 24 hours on TNT or TBS or whatever. Uh, that movie has a, just came out with a sequel that I think it was on HBO Max. I said Disney Plus when I did the trailer haters, but it's on HBO Max. And uh, I have been hearing some cool things, you know, nostalgic wise and, and whatnot. But it's it's an awesome, awesome little little thing to see. And uh, that's about it, guys. I mean, like I said, this is the last preview, uh, Extra Butter preview show. And instead of waiting two weeks, because the episode 84 just dropped uh, yesterday, I'm going to drop this next Friday and maybe skip a week or just maybe just say, fuck it, come out with two more episodes for the end of the for the end of this month. And I'm trying to get to 100. That's the thing. I'm trying to get to episode 100. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to get that episode to coincide with the anniversary of the podcast. Started this podcast in March of 2019, and I am coming up on four years. Four years, y'all. And and it's 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 been fun. It's a lot of fun doing this. I don't get paid. I gotta still figure out how to get paid from Anchor. But it's a creative outlet for me. I have a lot of fun doing it. You know, I have a lot of fun talking to people. I have a few people reach out to me that they wanna, they wanna, they wanna do an episode. And if I'm all for it, if you're listening to this, and you have an idea for a movie you wanna talk about, uh, holler at me at Shut Up Popcorn on Twitter, and uh, see what we can do. I, I need to reach out to some people and just say hi. And uh, see if they're interested in, in doing another episode and whatnot. I know we're all busy, especially this time of year. But uh, with all that being said, uh, I highly suggest y'all check out the link tree. Uh, I'm in the process. I'm debating whether or not to shut the website down only because I haven't been really updating it and, and doing a lot of things with it. But uh, link tree, I mean, it's up their game. Link tree has up their game since I started it get with my first link tree. Um, now they have, you go on to Linktree, you click on the links and it gives you kind of a short preview of, uh, what that link shows. And it's, I'm on the free version, so I'm on it right now. So you come down here, you go to where it says shut up and refill my popcorn. You click the link, it opens up. All where all the links for the podcast. It has a link for the Anchor site, the Apple site, the Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and more. And you can listen right there, I believe right there on the Linktree app. Then you got my links for the social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitch, Twitter. I uh, put my Amazon wish list on there. Uh, links to YouTube. Uh, and YouTube, I, I'm putting out some more popcorn bites on there and everything but uh i don't know if i want to put out the video version because this as you're listening to this on whatever popcorn uh pop popcorn podcast uh, platform uh if you go to spotify they have a cool video it's like um whatever five if i use anchor and then when i upload it through anchor it as a video file it shows it on spotify so you can listen to the audio on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else. But Spotify also has video. So 
Hi, I'm waving to the camera. How you doing? So that's a pretty cool feature. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain it outside of Anchor because I know a lot of people don't use Anchor. But you should if you want to get into the podcasting game, if you have an idea. I mean, I'm not trying to discourage anybody. I mean, everybody got podcasts. I mean, look at me. So uh, I'd highly suggest looking into Anchor and using them. have a lot of good tools. And if you haven't heard the ad by now, you will. So if you made it this far into the episode, and that's about it, guys. Like I said, this is the last Extra Butter preview show. Back to regularly shitty movies episodes like I've been doing for the past coming up four years. My God. See, you don't see these facial cartoonic shit that I be doing in, on audio format. You, it's only on video. It's only here on Spotify and maybe YouTube if they don't flag me for the trailer haters. But uh, that being said, that's going to be the episode, guys. I want to thank you so much for checking it out. Thank you for listening and downloading. And remember, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Take care of the people you love. Spoonie love from up above. I still I can't get that shit right. Spoonie love from up above saying peace. Nanu, nanu. Thank you.